That's the best one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Best Damn Soulbound Show, the actual play where some of your favorite content creators from across the Age of Sigmar community play Soulbound. I am your GM and host, the Magical Mr. Mephisto. I'm joined tonight by Vincent Tom from Warhammer Weekly, Strength Hammers, Chuck, and everyone's favorite, Haywo. How's it going tonight, gentlemen? Good. Good. Doing well. Hello, friends. Yo. All right, so I'm going to actually uh, like kind of dive right in. I hope the, the mood is set. The party has since sort oh, of... Uh, oh, check my lighting. The mood is set. <laughs> the glow. The lava yeah. glow. Yeah. Just see the floating head. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, last week, the party uh, had a little bit of, a little bit of a, I'd call it a side quest uh, to essentially get cute squig pets and... Uh, and uh, and uh, I mean that was that was mostly it. You met some uh, a cool a uh, quirky little cast of 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 uh, gits and also murdered some gits. So you know you kept the scales balanced there. Um, in the end, you were successful. You got some squig pets. And the the only other thing like truly of note is that for a little bit now, Feargrim, uh, sort of since leaving Anvil Guard, has has just kind of been. Some something happened in Anvil Guard. It just sort of jostled some of his his memories loose that that had sort of since been blocked from the kind of since the soul binding. So, um, you've, you have since, uh, sort of broken through, uh, the Brutos Hills, uh, and you're, you're basically, it's, it's sort of evening, you're getting ready to make camp and you can see the sprawl of the river waste, these sort of white parched, uh, sands with these sort of, uh, little twists of, of like burgundy and black, through it from just almost permanent battle that seemed to have gone on here and the various war machines and settlements and perhaps people that have been pulverized into parts of the sands just over an aeon of conflict, right? Um, you decide to make camp for the evening. Um, you do the, the standard take shifts type thing um, and uh, the night goes seemingly uneventful. Does, uh, does it all just blend together to you? What are you asking? The landscape? Yeah. Like Yes, but that's by design. It's beautiful. The Charwin coast is just all charred. Well, this is this is the Reaver Waste. You're facing south. Uh you're about to cross a, essentially a desert. Um, it's all the same. <laughs> I guess that just proves your point. You're not um, even sure where you are anymore. I, but yeah, I mean, sure, it fades together a little, but okay. There's lots of boring places in the world. I mean, I mean feel like, all right. I've been here before, but I don't remember being here. Well, you probably have been, but you're like a weird... You lost your memory, so... You know, I'm sure you'll get it back eventually, and then you'll know what what uh, what you did. Do you recognize that dune of sand over there? What about that rock? What about That's me? That's a very distinctive rock. There's a farther dune of sand out there. Is that one? Good night. Going to bed. <laughs> uh, nothing seems to shake loose, Feargrim. <laughs> Good night. I'm going to bed. He says. <laughs> I'm sure we'll eventually figure out the rock that he'll remember. Too much talking and interaction with all of you. I'm going to bed. 
Good night, Fiergrim. I wonder if he was more talkative in a past life. Well, you know, head injuries probably have that effect. I've tried to heal him lots of times while he was sleeping, but it it doesn't cure his personality. Oh, that explains many from my tribe. <laughs> if head wounds are common in your tribe, then yeah, that's it can bad attitude. I suppose uh, it's it's probably become commonplace that uh, uh, that myriad just kind of takes permanent watch overnight because he doesn't sleep. Yeah. Um, sure. So the party kind of uh, nestles into their, you know, whether they have like a bedroll or if you, you like to sleep with nature and, you know, lean up against a tree trunk, whatever it is, and douse your fire uh, type thing. Well, no, it gets cold in deserts at night, so probably keep the fire a little bit stoked. Uh, you know, just a one little cinder log going. Um, and, uh, and the night comes, uh, you see the twin moons, uh, in the sky. Um, and then we kind of, you know, drift up and we drift back down to seeing a picture of Lanessa sort of staring at the party all asleep, uh, her bags packed on her, uh, on her back. Uh, she regards the party. She turns to sort of stealthily creep away, uh, when she catches Myriad's sort of like glowing green orbs of eyes, he regards you with that sort of blank robotic like curiosity he's sort of become known for, and then just nods. I, Lenissa hands him a small I, sealed scroll as well. He, uh, as he takes it, he says, "Friends, leave." Should temporarily. Hmm. And, like, he just, like, looks up at, like, the stars. Uh, you get... Lanessa gets several paces outside of camp when an arrow thunks into a trunk right next to her. Uh, I, I examine it. <laughs> this does not look like... Uh, this does not match the arrow uh, of uh, the one you found in a previous trunk. Uh, it looks very similar to one that maybe you've seen. It's almost ogre, ogre-ish in size. <laughs> I, uh, I, I stop. Let's still stop slowly. Uh, begin to try and trace where the arrow came from. I with don't. eyes about moving. I don't think Big Winter is exactly trying to be conspicuous in this situation, even though he is like a tiger. See, like pretty stealthy when he needs to be just this you know he <laughs> it's probably horrifying when you think about it icebrow hunters yeah. are apparently in like solid snake level stealthy but they're 11 feet tall and <laughs> like covered in animal skins and stuff just, i don't know just turned and just like oh oh my god <laughs> like where i'm supposed to be sleeping it's like a fake sleep roll and i'm like Cowered near a tree next to you, just barely. <laughs> suddenly, like, how couldn't I have seen this? It's just like exactly next to a tree. Like, I thought that was a rock, not an ogre. <laughs> He's got like the the cloak that that Samwise had outside of uh, the fortress. You know, that looks like a rock when you. <laughs> oh no! The mountain snuck up on me. <laughs> The mountain who sneaks. Um, I don't say anything. I just lock eyes with her because this is how they communicate. By shooting. I, uh, Lanissa will reach up, pull the arrow out, and creep over to Big Winter and hand it back to him. 
I, I was uh, expecting you to shoot it back. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I need. <laughs> I I need to return to Anvil Guard for a short short while. Why? Linus kind of nods to Myriad. The letter kind of explains what it is. I didn't want to uh, drag you guys into something that might get you killed. That's all we ever do? Well, this time it would be my fault because I, I've been summoned by my cult and I, they don't exactly respect the soul binding. Oh. I, I don't know how dangerous this summoning is or what it's fully about other than grave importance for the glory of Cain. But oh. uh, yeah, if, if you came back to help me, I'm pretty sure my, uh, my sisterhood would probably try to kill you all. And I'd rather not have that if I can prevent it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have to kill your friends. That's probably right. By the way, who's Kane? Uh, you know how Skig talks about his Sigmar all the time. That's that's my Sigmar. Hmm. A little bit more. A uh, little bit more aggressive. Which one's better? Well, Kane, of course. Okay. Uh, Linissa will pull out her final ear of wrapped corn and hand it to Big Winter. You know what to do with this. With what? It's already gone from his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Pat Big Winter on the, on, the, on the back. I'll meet you all in Adessa. Okay. Linissa will give a, a heavy sigh turn one last look at the group and uh, fade away into the night. Uh, Big Winter, do you pursue try to change your mind? No. Although, side note, that was him trying to change her mind. I mean, per yeah, per yeah, bit. there was a little bit of that in there. Yeah. As, as far as he's concerned, people do things for their gods that make no sense. And so, like, how do you reason with someone who makes no sense, right? They got to do what they have to do. It seems to work for Skig. He's already imagining what Lanissa will be like when she comes back. Skig can heal everyone after saying some weird stuff about some god he's never met. She'll come back twice as tall. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> to him, you know, the bigger you are, the more important you are, right? So it's, it's mightier makes rightier. That's right. That's right. Um, hmm. And he like goes to sleep how he apparently does every night, uh, off the side of camp, slightly somewhere, while pretending to be sleeping in the bunk with a fake bunk. <laughs> um. And he just and he falls asleep, like thinking about what Fear Grim 
if Fyrgrim finds his god, like, how tall will he be? You know, just all this stuff. <laughs> so, no, I'm so happy Big Winner just loves and supports his friends. I <laughs> In his own way. I mean, you can't argue with Rizal. Sorry, sorry, what was that? I can't wait to explain to him sometime how I pound my god into my flesh. I mean, he'd think that's badass. <laughs> like, like, Lanissa's going to try and come back with heels just so she's taller at this point, so. <laughs> um, the party awakes. Go ahead. I just said it worked. Your god is powerful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, side note, um, worked like a charm, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, the party wakes the next morning. Um, Skig like just sort of wakes up with myriad like looming directly over him, holding out this like uh, this this parchment, this rolled parchment, like right sure. toward his nose, essentially. Uh, and if you cast your uh, eye to that chat, you uh, you'll see Lanessa's letter. Uh, letter. Also, Big Winter is standing there holding out the arrow. Uh, he reads it over. Uh, do you wish well, to re read it aloud in the Skig voice? <laughs> sure, if you want me to. That's fine. Yeah. He doesn't read it out loud, but I will read it out loud. Is That's there a fine. place we can click on this? Yeah, it's in the chat there. <laughs> I just uh, see my body is ready. <clears throat> uh, my com he put it in the, in the other chat. The my paper. companions, I have been summoned by the Tarathian cult to a meeting of the entire sisterhood. Uh, let me see here. I do not depart our soul binding lightly, but the needs of Cain is a higher calling and I cannot ignore. I am sure Skig can especially understand this sentiment. That seems like an assumption. Uh, if I could have brought you along in this unexpected summons, I would, but I fear my sisters would not respect the soul binding. That's probably very true. While I do not believe the departure to be a long one, it will keep me away from our shared journey for quite some time, but I plan to meet back up with you by the time you reach Edessa. Not sure how that's going to work, just mathematically, but okay. Kane willing. I have to. I have no worry that you will be just fine without my presence, and I will do my best to live up to what you have all taught me in our time together thus far as I serve my cult in their request. Uh, and there's stuff for each of us. Um, big winner, uh, may your belly be full and your mushrooms less hallucinogenic. Feargrim, I hope to hear your battle shouts even while we are distant. Skig, try to get your paws a little bloody while I am away. It is good for the soul. Uh, in Kane's bloody name, Lenissa. There you go. So, clearly she got summoned back for some kind of nonsense. So, uh, we're going to go after her, right? Uh, no, she's going back, and she has something to do with her cult, and we let her go do it. You have to go trust her to do it. Yeah, I talked to her last night. She made a lot of sense. I mean, my answer is, would I like to probably go after her? Yes, because I think she's going to get herself into trouble. But we have something else we're needing to do, and in the end, it's her business. If it's the appropriate thing for her to do with her god, then so be it. Though I worry about what that means. Just because uh, most of the rest of the members of her cult don't seem to have a lick of sense in their head, so that's probably not going to end well, but she does, so hopefully she keeps it about her. 
I haven't seen much of a great track record with these things anyone calls cults. Indeed. It feels like if that's in the name, you should kind of know it's maybe not the best idea. Uh, but here we are. So. I think we should go. No, out. I think we. Well, I don't know what we're going to do. We're not going to convince her. She's going to go. It's There's no doubt about that. Her faith is as, is as unshakable as mine. At least as of right now. But if we try to stop her, it's only going to cause an issue. So either we're going to go with her and then get involved in the affairs of her cult, which doesn't seem like a great idea. It's something she personally has to attend to. Seems like a vision, right? That the uh, hunters of old would go on. Come back bigger. I think it's a bad idea. Exactly. I'm not disagreeing with that, but yeah, it's don't still her decision. So unless we're going to go try to knock over the temple, which, by the way, isn't also going to make any great friends with Lanessa, I suspect. I think we've got to just let her go on this one. If she needs us, we'll we'll help her. Yeah, if she needs us, she'll send an arrow. Mm-hmm, exactly. Everybody be watching for arrows and trees. Always am. I just, like, <laughs> I look at the two of them stupefied. Look, if you had to go on a quest for your god, your god told you to go it alone, you know? I'm always on a quest for my god. Oh, how does your god work? Well, you see these runes? Mm-hmm. His god exploded. Yeah, awesome. and, we are, and we are recovering <laughs> the great Grimnir. <laughs> Just big window right there. I'm sorry. Awesome. <laughs> go, on, go on. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, so we harness the power of our god and instill our god into ourselves by pounding these runes into our body. And when you gather enough pieces, you can put him back together? I think so. But until then, you pound them into your body and get big. Yeah, kind of. That's sweet. <laughs> great plan, like great God. Of our party. <laughs> it is sweet. My like God. All the gods of our party, they have different roles to play. My God crafted me over centuries from the bones of, or our God crafted us from the bones of countless many across centuries and blended our souls together in a container. That's a unique story. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like Miriam just staring <laughs> distantly. <laughs> we I have mean, a mo- reasonably successful. We have a modicum of self. Of course you do. I mean, yeah. What's your god? Who? I'm asking Myriad. Oh, Nagash. Big Mm. dead guy. I've never had run-ins with his... worshippers. 
Killed a lot of Flesh Eater courts, but I don't think they much care for him. We are on a... Crazy. Do you like Flesh Eater courts? I've never had the pleasure, or we've never had the pleasure of meeting them. We maintained the extraction. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, that's a lot of meat there. Probably our, mostly meat, I would guess. So our god that can build life from death. Sigmar is huge. Holy. That's good. Lord of the heavens. Founder of civilization. Protector of all of the realms. Yeah, sure. Yeah, all that stuff's great. Feargrim god exploded. Mm -hmm. His god is rocks now. And, <laughs> and they gained power from his explosion. Aftershocks. That's sweet. Kane seems to indiscriminately kill things, and Lenissa makes up reasons why she should be civilized in between all that. I respect it. <laughs> I like all of our gods. Yeah, I'll admit, her god's kind of the weird one out. Like, I get, I get this one's pile of rocks. Like, at least that's a philosophy. You know, you can get behind. Like, they're trying to all do something. They're thinking they're, they've got a purpose. You know, rebuilding the god, trying to make something again. Good stuff. But uh, I've never much, like, this is fine. She's probably the nicest one I've ever met out of that whole lot. But most of them are just a little too obsessed with the whole murder thing. For no reason. Yeah, murder without purpose. I, I understand killing, right? So. Hunt and eat and everything, right? Right, exactly. Why actively seek to murder all things when, on a long enough timeline, they all die? Myriad says. I, I mean, you're not you're not wrong there, Myriad. You've got a good point. I don't know. That's the that's the whole thing. Nothing about that, like the belief set, doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not sure what they're on about. You know, like what's what's the end goal? What are they aiming at? Death. It's just it's it's not an actionable philosophy. That's what I'm saying. Fighting. But anyway, fighting is fun sometimes when you fight for your friends. Says Miriam. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> well, of course, but that's different. They're not just about a. It's they're not orcs or something. If they were just looking for a punch up, then I would understand. Anyways, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're going to let her go is the point. We're not going to go after her unless we want to get involved in cult politics, which I don't, for sure. I'm definitely interested in politics, but I took a pass this time. <laughs> I just, like, look sidelong at, at Big Winner. Am I using that word right? Politics? What do you think it means? When you have a group of people do whatever you say, someone else has a group of people do whatever they say, uh -huh. and um, you lie about each other. Yeah, you got the right idea. Nailed it. 
Anyways, we should get moving. Vesta's is still a long way away. I'm not worried about us. I'm not worried about her with her cult. She's not going to be in danger there directly. I am worried about her crossing back over the Reaver Waste alone. That's the only part that worries me. She's kind of, you know... Exposed? She, yeah. It's hard for her to take care of herself. Oh, I should have given her a code. Should Maybe the rest of... Maybe she can get an escort or something. Should we escort her back? We're not that far enough away for it to matter yet. I consider it's this a test of her god. If her god wants her back, she should make it back. If she doesn't, we'll take it up with her god. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead, too. So, that's fine. Can't be that hard. What? <laughs> Are they putting her, the god back together, like Fiergrim? I don't think so. I don't think they have the same plan. Like, it's a very confusing religion. It doesn't I really hold the, up to any I get Fiergrim's one. He's putting that back together, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool, putting it back together. I assume they just all hold it in their bodies and then eventually they'll just build a big statue or something. Maybe they're really mad that it happened. That's why they're killing everything. Could be. We should leave but a trail. The more you describe this cane called, the more strikingly similar it is to all of the villains we're attacking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Yeah, weird, right? Oh, well. <laughs> Starts like eating breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> we should mark a trail for a big winner. You could probably leave like some trail signs that she could follow, so she could follow our path. Because we'll clear anything on the path that we run into. That'll help her be safe. All right. Um, the party sets out into the Reaver Waste, this sort of parched land. Um, and as you move through it, you can make out. Uh, you know, you can see the remnants of civilization. Uh, sparsely and, and sporadically a little a knocked over tower here just covered up in bits of sand um you can see the recent ravages of battle just the light hints of it um as about as like intermixed as as like ancient ruins um you travel about three days you find a, a small oasis you uh, you camp and remember you have this this little covered uh, this covered wagon type thing um, to essentially tr built to, tra to traverse the the river way so it's got some rugged wheeling and it, you know some azurite tech uh, some azurite tech light tech going on with it which sure. or construct I should say not tech um, it could fetch a fair a fair price actually if you end up selling it um, we could sell it for one maybe two horses <laughs> Well, you've got two horses, so you could have four horses. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Just break the economy. Um, so you, you stumble upon an oasis. Once more, you camp for the evening. Um, and uh, let's see. We're going to go with go with Fiergrim first. Um Fiergrim, you have trouble falling asleep this night. Um, you don't know if it's the conflict over Lanessa leaving and not pursuing her. Uh, you're increasing sort of this feel that you're kind of scratching at the surface of just this wall in your mind. And it's just kind of been haunting you and driving you uh, a little uh, mad for days. Uh, not mad, I would say, but has been... It's certainly been on your mind. And now with Lanessa, a companion leaving, uh, maybe it strikes a little close to home. You can. It's never been far from Fiergrim that he has a sense of loss from that previous soulbind, even if he can't recall. You still 
like when you wake up from a dream where something was really really great and like you feel sad about it even though you can't remember the dream it's a little bit like that um and and I'm sure that go ahead there's anxiety obviously from like whether he would articulate it this way or not there's anxiety from the distance that Lanissa's putting between herself and the party given the soul binding mm-hmm. and the prior severance yeah um, it doesn't escape the entire party that you can feel almost a wavering of your bonds with her right now. This imperceptible, you can feel it like shaken. Um, they don't really go into what happens when the binding breaks when when you were bound and you're, you can just feel this light wavering. Um, and uh, Fyrgrim, you eventually, despite the anxiety, uh, fall asleep. Um Moments later, you kind of like shake yourself loose. Your eyes are on a a a uh, literal like cobbled stone road uh, leading out into this much wider, much brighter, much cleaner looking sort of desert land with little patches of of foliage and 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 uh, wildlife abounds. And you kind of look to your back, and you can see these like sort of uh, gold roofed and red bricked buildings uh behind you with great lion statues uh lining the path and statues of like women draped in in these lion robes with like wielding great swords and various poses of reverence and or combat and uh then you hear from up ahead hey feargrim keep up you grumpy old dwarf you turn and the warm smile of your friend island blade mantle um is upon you it meets you Curly chestnut locks frame his kind amber eyes and belie his experience with the great sword poking out from underneath the fur and leather cloak on his back. Sooner we find this lost prince, sooner we can take uh, take the fight to old Three Eyes himself. Flanking him, you see an elf uh, familiar in the familiar to you vestiges of a lore master, Radriel Khan who claims to be from some tower jettisoned into the mortal realms from some long-forgotten world, sandy blonde hair, kept in a tight bun, emerald eyes, and a circlet on his head. His lips are pursed in a light annoyance at Island's nonchalance in the face of such a great honor to seek out some lost prince. There's also a stormcast with a familiar single long red braid, a pet falcon, a crossbow on her arm, and a lioness draped in heavy pelts of a Dawson's elite with dark brown eyes, black braided hair, and a war glaive in hand currently propping her up as she tries to hide her fondness for Island that you and the entire binding already know about. A, f- a few paces further ahead, you can see a, a towering Karnathi bow, uh, like, bow always at hand, uh, spear sort of being used as a walking stick named Eldenbrow, staring patiently, waiting for these much shorter-lived creatures to follow. You kind of regain your senses. You feel in control. Uh, where, where's the prince supposed to be? Uh, somewhere in the... the uh, somewhere east, uh, we're thinking, we just went over this, Fyrgrim, you feeling alright? Uh, your friend comes back to you, Island puts his hand on your, on your shoulder. Uh, no, uh, the three-eyed, who? 
the uh, Archeon man, are you all right? When are we? Uh, Island looks back to like the rest of the party by this time. Uh, by this time, Elden Brow has kind of come and like reached the group. We're losing the trail, he says. Think you drank too much last night, and uh, <laughs> don't worry, he'll come back to you. Island says that he wraps his arm around your shoulder. Uh, I'm gonna like take a moment to just take it all in to like try to absorb the experience and the location. Uh, you said that there are buildings with like like gold and red. You recognize it as a dasa. Okay. The gold rooftops, the red brick. This is a dasa. This road you're on, this must be the Ashen Road, and you seem to be heading south, like kind of regaining your senses and taking it all in. Uh, and where is this? Uh, what do we know about the prince? I must have had too much to drink last night. Um, well, uh, Queen Corinne's son has been missing for some time. Uh, uh, weeks. Uh, we got word of it, and uh, we happened to be in the area running out some... Uh, chaos cultists, and, uh, you know, here we are. Uh, did we run him out from Anvil Guard? No. Island says. Are you, perhaps we should double back. He says, looking at the, the rest of the party. Um, Pilgrim's not feeling well. I think we need to camp. We, we should maybe... He looks at the trail. Or, not the trail, he looks at the Karnathi. Um... <clears throat> No, we can we can keep going. It's it's okay. Um it your mind skips um as you sort of like blink and then you're sort of in the moment on a uh on a on this this sort of uh road that seems well traveled but there's been some sort of an ambush uh individuals in these just sort of classically uh, you know like black leathers and stuff like that. You don't quite make out the faces. You've looked down and you kind of catch the face of uh, of just like a human who's been sort of marred with mutation and stuff like that. And you're kind of looking down your hammer. Uh, the battle is going on all about you. Um, uh, Feargrim, their leader, he says. You got a path to him, right? He shouts back. You look up and you can see a sort of, uh, this sort of, undulating mass of a wizard uh tentacle and blobular and and purple and uh and weirdly uh tall and stretched out almost like um like taffy uh like atop a disc uh his fist crackling with coalescing purple almost like a kaleidoscope of energy um and the blast heads hurdles towards you and you wake up uh back in camp in the oasis Chaos sorcerer. I've I've been here before. What what happened? The party sleep. The party sleeps around you. Uh, sitting up on like a little rock, you uh, you see like myriad just kind of staring off. Um. Hmm. Uh, you, rem- you remind me of Eldon Brown. 
we are sorry. Uh, Myriad turns back and looks down at you. He drops down from his perch with like a uh, clumsy grace is the best I can say. And then like stands back up to his full height. Hmm. Uh, get it. I sit down and uh, and do some journaling. Okay. Uh, you try feverishly, I'd imagine, to write yep. down everything from the dream before it eludes, uh, before it escapes. You know, with the, in the waking moments. Um, it's about this point in time that uh, you hear this this sort of crack off in the distance, and then see this just globe of fiery energy streak across the sky, uh, and sort of land somewhere off behind, lighting up the night with this sort of orange glow, just rippling across the desert and you see these two armies just sort of on either side of the oasis the whole party shoots awake with this pop um just charge each other on one side what can i'll be playing chaos marauders on the other sort of a hodgepodge of human human forces elven everything like that run at each other they don't seem to notice the party as they collide and begin uh, doing uh, doing battle How close is this to us? Oh, all around you. Like, you're in this, like, sort of oasis type thing. You Some, some like, marauders come through the brush and just, like, run at these, uh, at, like, some, hu- like, just uh, some humans. With some... It's armies. Literal armies. Uh, okay. They call it... I begin attacking chaos people. By, <laughs> like, I, you know, like, it, like, immediately I would help the, the humans by trying to heal them. By, like, I would throw up a big bubble of protection around us. So that the chaos marauders go ahead, come into it. Go ahead and roll roll some roll some quick initiatives then. Uh, okay. We're gonna go. You uh, we're gonna go with like the mixed uh, the mixed sort of uh, order forces, chaos forces. Sure. Like I'm not gonna let chaos fight that and not get involved. Okay. Oh no. Hmm. I wrote down notes and they disappeared. I got the names and descriptions for the most part. All right, Feargrim. The Stormcast you recognized from your your dream. Uh, you already have her name. Uh, I didn't write it in the in my description there. Yeah, that's the one I don't have. Elden Brow is the Kurnoth. Redrun Kal is the Lore Master. Island Blade Mantle is the Great Sword Man. I think you were called Arcoal or Arcaol or something like that. Oh, he wasn't. Gonna... He wasn't called anything. No. No. No, I was called Pyrgrim. There's a white lion chicken there too, right? Yep, but you didn't get her name. You like it it is it is like waking, you're like, I I know her name, I can't remember her name. Like, yeah, she's an Odessa warrior. Yeah. The Odessa warriors are, are lion warrior women. Yeah. Uh Odessa's like a super cool city. I hope they do something with someday. It's like the Oh it's met. I, I yeah, I read it and I'm like Oh yeah, we're going there. You know, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your initiative? Who? Feargrim. Feargrim. What is Eight. your initiative? Eight. Okay. Uh, big winner. Six. Myriad. Uh, Myriad's rocking a nine. Okay. And then I have what? What? How am I mar- notating the forces? Uh, order. Uh, has a six. Chaos has a four. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, uh, so 
you have zone one, the oasis. Zone two is like the sort of, uh, uh, like imagine zone two to be like, a, it's an immediate circle, but then it's also just a line out from it where like the, the, the fronts have clashed. Right. And then yeah. you have, you have like a zone three and a zone four, which is on either side of the, the engaging flanks. So we're not are, like, they're not literally directly around us at this moment. Like within, you've, you've got like, like the, right there. yeah, you've got the, like, you've got some skirmishing forces, but brushing through, you know, like the scout forces meeting type thing, like the, the cav and like the, the fast moving stuff kind of meeting. The bulk of the forces are like sort of amoebaing around and about to smash, like just smashing into each other. And you know, like there is a, it is war were declared. Yeah, sure. Okay. Got it. And, uh, Myriad looks as confused as a uh, as a skeleton robot can look right now. And as you all sort of go into motion, he says, "We're sorry, we didn't see them." Uh, it's okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, so I'm first. I'll I'll explain to Myriad which ones the bad guys are, the ones in red. Like, because I assume there is a distinctive color here, right? Like, there are, oh, they, yeah. are the, the Marauders are, like, corn people or something like that, I'm picturing. Uh, it's, this is I mean, it's it's actually a bit of a mixed, corn is a predominant, but it is a mixed force. There's some, like, there's even some Daemonettes, there's some Bloodletters and stuff like that. This is a, I mean, it's, this is, uh, this is, this is old school, first ed, AOS, people lining up their mixed chaos versus their mixed order in the time before points. Like, then I do my best to point out what the bad guys are. To well, him. I hope the player at least had a theme, color wise. Well, the paint schemes match because they're yeah, under yeah. they're united under one one uh, one sort of uh, warlord. Uh, I will. Go ahead. No, no. I'm gonna wait. I'll wait. move into the next zone. So into like where the front lines are clashing. Uh, uh, I will. Uh, so that like making sure that they're that I'm. Like on the human side of it, as much as there's any kind of battle line, I imagine it's probably a bit of a swirling melee. But I'll be, you know, leaning toward the human side, and uh, I will, uh, I'll take the dodge action, of course, because we're in the middle of a war. So let's not be silly here. I will, um, I will light of Sigmar, uh, which will, you know, that's the damage to all the enemies. I don't imagine I can like blast a whole army, but I'm sure I can take a good sized chunk out of the marauders in the middle to clear space. Okay, mm -hmm. you get what I'm saying here, right? Like I'm gonna let off the the light here. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna do the the big soul fire bomb. No, not that big. I'm sure okay. I'm just gonna straight. I'm gonna just straight do it. Okay, <laughs> like right. Uh, so I'm metal to do that, and then everybody in all the marauders, all the chaos people in that zone will take. Uh, they'll take four damage, ignoring armor. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, like Sigmar's holy light, like type. Yeah, correct. They'll yep. raise the holy symbol high, and then like you know the the bright white burning light of Sigmar will expand and encompass all of the the good guy city people and the evil guy marauders. I'm just trying to clear a space, right, and and blow them back. Kerniget, the answer is no. Uh, 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 Kerniget in chat asked, "Can you use Soulfire oh, without Lanessa?" Soul 
website. Yeah, I mean, we don't have our full binding. I, I wasn't intending to, anyways. Yeah. Um, it would have been a cool yeah. way to learn that you can't soul fire, but, sure. but you already. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I knew we couldn't, but um, I don't know that Skig knows we couldn't, but Vince knew we couldn't. Right. Um, the um, so then like how what what happens with the Marauders with that? All right. Uh, so you you raise the you raise your your holy symbol high and cast like Sigmar's light out into the into the desert, and there's like a little. Uh, this sort of orb of uh, like explosion of light and uh the marauders like they're they're just gone yep okay and clearing with that space cleared uh i'll then bolster faith in the area so that's the one that sets up the big bubble Mm -hmm. right around people that that first of all any allies in the area it removes you know frightened and charmed conditions and stuff like that like they're they have people in the area are fearless uh, so I'll steal the spines of all the good guy soldiers. And when people come into the zone, they have to make uh, athletics checks for, against my devotion to to actually enter. So it, basically I'm creating a big bulwark where the humans can fight against limited numbers of the marauders. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll note very, uh, very specifically that the marauders do not enter the bubble whatsoever. Okay. Well, that's me. Uh, roll an awareness. As you sort of like the the fervor and the 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 blur of combat that goes on around you, uh, this will be a DN five, uh, and then note successes. Two successes. Two successes. Uh, you notice a couple curious things. Uh, first of all, uh, you don't see any marauder remnants or corpses in the desert sand. Uh, you even see like a like little plops of glass where you've reduced with where Sigmar's holy fire has essentially reduced the desert to glass sheets. Um, there's no like armaments or anything left on the ground. You also notice within your bubble, all the human forces that were inside of it seem to have not, they, they see, they seem to have retreated. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm um, standing alone now, but there's a big bubble. All right. Uh, Who's next? Skag is somewhat confused at the moment. Myriad. Uh, Myriad uh, just rushes forth and he goes to chop down. Um, something curious happens when he goes to chop down these marauders. Uh, you see the Lumen Scythe, which has a habit of pulling light into it, also seems to pull in this. Uh, pull seems to pull in light directly from the things it strikes. The like he just we- reaps two two marauders with it, and like you see them get like clean like sort of cleaved in half, but then like this almost like this effort this this like sort of luminous uh, vapor gets pulled into his scythe, and uh, and then like who's next in combat? Uh, next up is Feargrim. Uh, I look around confused. Feargrim, roll an, uh, roll an awareness. Your DN will be four because you're you're doing this purposefully. Yeah, I am. I still dreaming. Uh, two successes. Uh, you are not still dreaming. You're fairly certain that you are awake. Uh, but you didn't see bodies fall where uh, uh where Myriad struck. Like, there are no this, bodies there. This isn't real. That's what I say. 
big winner. I get up thinking, well, that saves me the embarrassment of not having detected it. <laughs> and I, I look around um, purposefully as well. Uh, a, I guess. Yeah. Oh, a full-on battle for the Aegis wages around you. Again, the Marauders and the the forces of order seem utterly oblivious to you being there. Um, sort of regarding them. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna try to look. So they're they seem oblivious to us. Is there anything around here that is actually looking at us? No. No, I won't even. You don't even need to roll a. Your uh, your oh, what do your ogre eyes see? Like, there's nothing like, yeah. like concentrating on you. Um, you look a as you look sort of further and further out, the forces almost seem to fade, like and become more incorporeal as they get further and further away from this oasis. All right, I'm gonna. How about these trees and stuff? <coughs> mm -hmm. There are trees and stuff, right, in this oasis, or was I mishearing? Yeah, that? yeah. There's like a, it's a little, you know. There's some brush and there's some there's some trees and stuff like that. You've got like a brook bubbling out of the ground itself. Um, yeah, the oasis is probably about like two city blocks in total, um, and the forces extend well beyond that. Here's where I roll to see how early in the morning it is. It's around the equivalent of 3 a.m. Oh, it's that early. Okay. Yeah, like this, the sun hasn't yet, like, you were woke, you were startled awake by this. I'm going to, like, play. What do you mean by play? Like walk through the walk through the battle, mm -hmm. just like you know, arms out and stuff, and see what happens. Okay, um, you strike some of the forces. Like you, you walk. You see them all break down into the like little mini skirmishes where like it's a couple like you know mixed arms and they're fighting back and forth. And a guy comes up and stabs one in the ribs. He goes ah, he drops to his knees and you just kind of like walk through. Uh, when you touch one of them, uh, it's not that you feel something physically, but you feel something. Uh, this shock kind of runs through your system, and um, you're at once cold and sort of uh, just just jolted. And uh, you pass through them. like, And uh, it hurts a great deal. And uh, I'm not going to have you roll on this one because this was more of an exploratory thing, but you just like, God, you recoil your hand before you feel some real harm be done. Well, the real harm is already done. <laughs> Can't even eat them. Oh, is this a, a regular occurrence in this oasis? I mean, you've heard rumors about constant battle in between forces and marauders fighting marauders and all kinds of stuff. And this place is 
super deadly and people rarely ever make it out. I mean, you've heard the standard rumors. You know, the standard far, Mortal Realm fair. How far edgeward are we necessarily? Like... You're I, I, you're like three three or so days into the desert at this point. Hmm. At a good pace with a with a pair of like really good and super expensive horses uh, and a decent carriage. You're right, Fugram. It's not even real. Also, don't touch it. Uh, combat drops at this point. Um, like uh, the battle rages on. You're just sort of taken in, and you almost the the scene almost swirls around you and spirals around you as you see uh, the the bloodshed and hear the screams of agony of combat and hear the clashing of steel and gnashing of teeth. Do I notice? Do I like look around? Do I recognize any faces? No, no. In fact. Uh, you're probably the only one uh, who would pick up on this. They're, the uniforms of the Mixed Order forces are way dated. You're talking not... you're talking like museums and statues from thousands of years ago depict clothing like this. Could I make a lore check to try to pin something down? Sure. Got sure. More data. Yeah. Are there any dwarves in there? Yeah. Uh... What target number am I looking for? Uh, DN4s in this case. Okay, uh, three successes. Three successes. Six. Yeah, uh, there's a particular, uh, there's a particular like Dwarden force of like classic, like classic long beards and stuff like that. You look at that and you notice the heraldry upon one of their shields. Uh, this is heraldry from a house that lost and was supposed to be dead in the uh, in the Age of Chaos. Like a totally like forgotten and lost house. Okay, uh, uh, I will I will highlight that that this is very very old. Like um I don't know like house like Gorbrek or something like that. You know, just like a completely long and you just happened to read the one book where you saw this heraldry of like houses that that lost in the war or that lost in the the age of chaos. This, this group was lost in the age of chaos. This clan. So this is probably just like this happened a long time ago. Then, well, the land has memory, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So, do we need to go sleep somewhere else, or do you think they'll keep this up all night? I think the Oasis is sleeping. Uh that I do not know. I do know that I've had some strange dreams here. I do know I can sleep through anything. Well, I mean, we could move on, or if we think we can rest here, none of them seem to really be paying attention to us. I dreams. They recalled what you just said. I seem to be remembering, well, more than I had remembered previously. That's good. Maybe something about this trip then is familiar to you. Maybe you've like been here before. Maybe this oasis causes it. Sleep more, and I'm like looking at you commandingly. Yeah, maybe if you like uh, just sleep a bunch, you'll remember stuff here. Maybe this is like a memory oasis. Uh, not, not sure that such things exist. I go, okay. Um, and it couldn't have been ten minutes. And just as quickly as the f battle started, 
it just is not there. It's gone. Uh, you'll notice little bits of desert have been kicked up where some of the fighting had occurred. You'll notice some, like, like a like a place where, uh, like they'd brush, they'd come through where like a full force had come through the brush and like a piece of the brush is like in shambles. So there is sure. some damage to the land, uh, but not on the scope that there should be. As if little echoes of of this combat did manage to lash out and and do and leave some lasting permanent effect. Hmm. Oh. going to try to go to bed right now. He wants to have a vision. Yeah, maybe we'll have visions. No way it doesn't work like that, but that's what he thinks. Well, that's a good idea. Maybe this is like a vision oasis or something. Maybe. So you're gonna go just go back to bed in the oasis. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's three right. ten a.m. Uh, Big Winner wants to have a. He's like, oh, I need to become attuned with the land, like the ancient hunters, you know. Right, 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 right. Um, all right, all right. You um, you basically all just like go. Oh, okay, that was weird. But mortal realms and like lay back down and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah we're trying to edge word. It's the mortal realms, right? Yeah, yeah. So um. Uh, you guys all like sort of go back to sleep, and and Null Myriad, uh, Myriad is like, we didn't see them coming. Okay, huh. Myriad, they weren't real. You're fine. Huh? Yeah, the land was dreaming. They weren't real, and so you didn't see them because they weren't. Um, they didn't exist. All right. Um, and there it is. My call out. I'm on call right now. Excuse me. We'll take a quick intermission. You're fine. You're, uh, you're still on, well, I don't know if you're still recording. Huh. But, yes. He has, like, some pretty jamming on-call music there. I'm rocking out. Mm -hmm. Big Winner's starting to, like, become more and more interested in everyone's gods and visions and dreams and stuff. Mm -hmm. His life is so simple, really. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yeah, I thought about that. Like everybody's so obsessed with like religion or their god or something like that. And Big Winner's just like, you know, I like eating and uh, hunting. These are simple pursuits. He's a simple man. I mean, only the, say like only the leaders of Ogre Society are super in tune with any of that. Like icebrow hunters and huskards and stuff. Like those those people or those ogres tend to, you know, they have prayers and walk the spirit paths and can ambush teleport and stuff most ogres life's pretty simple brutal but simple mm. well you know if big winner wants to uh you know saddle up with the the most ba warrior god of all don't worry i can help you out here's the sales pitch mm-hmm like, I know you've heard of the Maw, and you've <laughs> almost certainly heard of Gorka and Morka. Uh -huh. But if you want the biggest Chad god ever, let's talk Sigmar. Uh -huh. Have you heard the word of Sigmar? Yes, exactly. Why would you, why would you worship the virgin Gorka Morka when you could worship the Chad Sigmar? <laughs> that exactly. Exactly.
If you're looking for a god that knows how to slay god beasts, look no further than Sigmar. <laughs> That's right. I gotta slay a huge beast. That was one of my midterm goals. Mm. Long-term goals is raise a thunder tusk to adulthood and that's ride. Awesome. Yeah, that's the pet you need. Yeah, you need a thunder tusk. That'd be sweet. Because like stonehorns are cool. I play those in the real game, but Big Winter is a little more of a thinking man ogre. A sure. Bit. Yeah, thunder tusk would be an awesome pet for you. Do they do like? I doubt they ever cover this in the books, but how long does it take a thunder tusk to actually like grow into its big form? No, they don't. They don't even say they. I uh, I'm not sure if they even breed thunder tusks. I think they find them or they're attracted naturally to it or something. They they talk about Mornfang breeding and stuff. Sure, because that makes sense. That's more like their version of horses, right? So they yeah. have to actually like act actively breed them in the numbers. Yeah, Mornfang husbandry. It's a sidebar. Like, <laughs> uh, how long does it take for an elephant to reach? Maturity. Yeah. Okay, there we go. I would this, guess two years. Probably. This is where someone in the chat... If uh, you're, elephants if you're... take a long time to grow physically and emotionally. They reach the majority of their size by age 15, but often continue to grow in size and wait until they're about 20. Alright, I'm super wrong. I guess yeah, they I... have the lo longest gestation period and stuff, too, of any man. Yeah. Everything yeah. would be slower. Their metabolism can't exactly be booming, right? To support that size. Exactly. So they probably grow pretty slow. Uh, there's an interesting factoid. I wonder if there's a, an analogy for thunder tusks. The most reliable way to tell the age of an elephant is by looking at its teeth. An elephant's molars, necessary for grinding up plant material, are replaced six times during its lifetime. These molars form at the back of the jaw and move slowly forward and upward. Each set is gradually worn down and replaced by the next set. So like we have like how humans have two sets of teeth to come in. Elephants have six. <laughs> So that's kind of cool. So maybe thunder tusks have an analogy, right? Like maybe they have, uh, maybe their tusks have like layers to them, right? Like the more they grind them down and then it grows back out, they grind them down and it grows back out. So they get like this sort of, you see how like we're pushed down and then a new one would come out and it would get this like ring effect as they continue to get bigger and bigger over their lifetime. You know, on the, on the model, the tusks themselves are kind of segmented like a, yeah, like a reed. What's that type of reed in, um, uh, swamp biomes. I can't remember, but like maybe you get one of those every year or something. And right, like, right, you know, right. Or you chop their tusk and count the rings. They have like tree rings in them. Sure. Oh, we lost Tom. Oh, he's he's role playing. Yeah, he's RPing. He's back asleep. He has he's having his vision quest. You know, there's a Twitch emote for this exact situation, chat, and it's called Resident Sleeper. Is it really? Yeah, it was a famous stream of this guy who was like, I'm going to play Resident Evil and stream it for 48 hours. And he just like dead ass fell asleep after like 13. And he was just straight asleep for hours in his chair. And people took screenshots of it and made it into an emote. And now it's an emote for the entire Twitch platform. That's amazing. I know when Bomber Guy did his Donkey Kong stream, he he eventually had to go to sleep, and so he just left like a skeleton sitting in his chair and left people talk. This is this is from the actual screenshot of the guy that made the emote out. That's amazing. And print screen. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hop in here, and I think I'm gonna go ahead and call it here since Tom is asleep, and I've got a uh, on call situation water main break. Yeah, you gotta go. No, that's in. fine. If you've got to go, it's all good. I I might not have to go, but this is this seems like the perfect time to call it. Uh, you go back to sleep in the oasis with a phantom war that just happened, and uh, and we'll we'll pick back up. Next, we're time. making progress. A little, any, any any amount of game is better than no game, my friend. That's yeah. what I always. The say. game just has to happen. If it happens for an hour, it happened. Right. That's right. And and the it's major first step to not happening. So right. And yep. the major development here, we have a, a party member on their own spirit quest. So and we have yeah, we got the, we got the real thing we needed to get going, which was Linissa going off on her own. Uh, I I imagine next week it is probably a week off for. Right? It certainly is for me. Thanksgiving, yeah. This. Yep. So we'll take off next week. We can come back the following week. Uh, I would like to have a solo adventure with Lanessa that is going to essentially recount everything that happened over the course of what, like, where it takes you guys. Like, you guys have to get to Adasa, and there's going to be, like, you're traveling a bunch, and we're hand waving a bunch of the travel, but, like, just doing some of the, hey, the mortal realms are weird and big, and so we're doing a couple weird and big things while you travel, but. In that time period, the meta plot of Age of Sigmar itself has done stuff, and so I'm going to do... It, I think it'll only take as a solo adventure. It'll only take just, like, one session to really be like, okay, these things happen while you're away, yada, 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 that way. When you do get to Adasa, um, if she... You either have, like, a missive waiting from you from, like, Avender Rail that says she didn't make it, sorry, I tried, or Avender Rail's sitting there with his, like, flying spaceship and, you know... Yeah, sure. So, sure. so we'll, we'll, we'll use a little bit of a little bit of a deus ex machina to meet the party back up so that we can have a cool, uh, character development story for her. But I do want to, I do want to do that solo just, just to do, uh, just yeah, to and I, Chuck is watching in the chat and said, can do, just let me know when you wish to do it. <laughs> so right on. Right on. Poor, all right. Poor yeah. Poor Anvil guard. Uh, all right. So, uh, thank you all for gaming tonight. Uh, Chat gang, thanks you for hang. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. I'm sorry we had to cut this one short, but uh, you know duty calls. So, good night everybody. Night. See ya.